Victor, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Nothing More, Nothing Less. Episode 20, baby! We made it. We made it. This is the season finale. Finale. <laughs> this is my season for life. <laughs> this is the season finale, and um, I'm super excited that I've made it this far, and I'm proud of myself, um, actually. It's funny because in season one, I was dying to have my my husband co-host with me the entire way, and he forced me to do it by myself. So, and that's what I did. You know, I did have a lot of guests, but it built up my confidence enough to do some episodes on my own. So that's amazing. Now that we're here, let's go ahead and continue on with the episode. So. My objective for this particular one is to showcase the top three episodes of this season. So starting in at number three, this is actually episode number six, and um, it includes my husband, Mr. Blackman. (laughs) Um, The episode is called That Dad Bado. And basically, in this episode, we talk about the insecurities of a man. Because previously, we talked about the women and how um, we were more insecure with our weight. And I thought that it was a sim- it's similar with the, the, um, the male's perspective. But I found that, you know, that it was a lot more different when it came to men. So um, let's go ahead and listen to a little bit from this episode. Peak physique is something that's admirable, but not something that's expected of me. Whereas, like young women, it's like you're expected to look like the Barbie dolls. The Barbie Uh dolls. You're expected to look like at the, and it's even worse now. You're expected to look like a IG model. But the reason I didn't feel bad back then is because I didn't really have those societal pressures. But I do remember thinking to myself, man. If I want to, like, get girls to talk to me and stuff like that, I can't be husky. You know what I mean? Like, I got to I gotta have something going for me. So, it kind of it kind of weighed on me just a little bit, So, though. did it push you to doing, like, sit-ups or No, something? that's the thing. So, that's the thing. It's, like, when, when these comments are made, um, and I can't speak for all guys, but I can just imagine that we have the privilege, the advantage... To then go, well, it's not bad. It, it's not as bad. You know what I mean? Where, wow. like, like think about now. Think about the concept of a dad bod and how we've grown to accept that. There's no female equivalent to that. Right. Like, there, people as a society don't appreciate the mom bod. As a matter of fact. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like the goal for moms is to snap back like that's a literal phrase in philosophy right they they snap back from their preg- pregnancy it's hard to snap back it's hard to snap back and and i think the fact that some women are able to do it um definitely puts uh the the idea out there that it's oh possible. such and such did it so right. you should be able to do it too right but it's a small percentage of people that can actually snap back which which at that point I don't know if it's um I don't know if it's necessarily something that should be a goal or it should be 
a pressure put on women. I think that if you're able to, great. If you're not, we understand that, you know, it's a process. Mm. It's about self-love at the end of the See, day. I don't want to move over to the women's side, but to be honest, it's sad that a lot of the women, they have, you know, stretch marks mm-hmm. and um, after pregnancy, sometimes their stomach isn't the way that they want it to be. But there are people out there that would ridicule a woman for having those things. Absolutely. And, and the only reason I even bring up the women's side, because I know we're supposed to be focusing on the men, mm-hmm. is just to draw that comparison to really show people that it's a big difference between the societal expectations on men mm-hmm. and women. Like just to use something as common um, in popular culture as quote unquote the dad bod. Right. I think men have a privilege of literally uh, uh, shifting the perspective on what's attractive or acceptable. Whereas with women, it's this, uh, again, it's that expectation. A that's MILF. Put on so it was like a dad bod versus a MILF. Not even because a MILF has the expectation that you look hot. That's what I'm saying, though. That's what people ah, okay, perceive yeah. women to be after, like uh, of age. Yeah. So a dad bod is okay, but you have to be a MILF in order for you to be attractive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was um, that dad bod, though. I learned so much from that episode. Like, literally, I got an epiphany in the middle of it. And it was just the funniest thing because I'm sitting here thinking that even though this is based off of um, my husband's perspective, that everyone had, if they had any type of insecurities, the number one insecurity was the body issue. But maybe that's just me. (laughs) Anywho, so let's go over to episode number what is it 13 and this is the second most played toxic friends so in this episode i have my guest transparent me i knew her since high school and um we we've kept in contact ever since she's an amazing person so i thought it was best to have her on this episode because she is so real and her personality is so real it's a it's a great big personality at that um so we just discussed the difference between fake friends and toxic friends is there a difference between toxic friends and fake friends Ooh, um for me i don't think no my my answer is no Mm -hmm. because they both vibrate in bad energy so to me they're all one and the same that's very true. They do vibrate in the same wavelength, but yeah. I have to disagree. Okay, well tell me why. Let me tell you why. Okay, so okay, so boom. I think that toxic friends and fake friends, you can be a fake friend and like know exactly what you're doing or whatever. But when you're a toxic friend, there's some cases where you don't know that you're a toxic friend because you're probably like a person who is very depressed or whatever, and you're draining. And then you put that on your friend. So mm-hmm. in turn, you, you as a person, you as a good person, good human being, you're trying to help that person. And everything that you do to help, nothing works. So it, mm-hmm. it makes the relationship quite draining 
So I mm. think that there could be a different, you could be, you could be a fake friend and not a toxic friend or the other way around, but there are like cases where you can be both. And that's like the deadliest ones, I think, in my opinion. And I, you know, the, I think the deadliest toxic and fake person that ever existed story-wise in mankind was Judas. Oh, Judas. Go. go ahead, tell us. Judas, know. Um, I think it's Iscariot. Somebody's going to say I'm not Christian because I probably <laughs> messed up the last part, but that's fine. Y'all know who Judas is anyway. But Judas, Judas was a friend of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And he might have been a disciple. I think so. I think I think so. Oh no, I, they they gonna they gonna talk about us. They just call me heathen, but that's fine. Jesus knows my heart. The mm-hmm. Lord knows my heart. One hundred percent. Judas was friends with Jesus, and Jesus was sitting at the table with all his homeboys, and he was like, "One of y'all is gonna betray me." And everybody was like, who, me, who, me, who, me? Everybody was like, who? Like, ow. I'm dying. And then, and then, and then the police came. You know oh. what I mean? Wait, 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 wait. Yes. Because <laughs> Jesus was a black man. Bro. So you know the, the police po- came. The, the po- popo. Listen. The police came. <laughs> the popo. The popo came. And they tried to get Peter to be a CI. You know what I mean? And what Bible you reading this from? When they asked Peter, did he know Jesus? He said, no, that was that was a fake moment. He wasn't toxic, but he did have a fake moment. But Judas, that nigga Judas, <laughs> the Popos found Judas, got Judas to be a CI for Jesus. I said, God damn. Girl, my man's answer the police for money and then they killed they killed Jesus Judas was toxic and fake as fuck (laughs) and finally the most played episode and the the most shocking for me is motivation motivation was the first real solo episode and I was super nervous to actually even produce this and um let you guys hear it i remember right after i posted the episode i didn't even send the link out to my family because i was nervous on how i actually sound i felt that i i wasn't the best and that i needed someone like a co-host or someone else to be on the episode with me and um fun fact or sweet fact i guess you can say is that my brother actually texted me and said that that was his favorite episode so that gave me the push that i needed to continue and be confident enough to continue doing episodes on my own so it doesn't matter whether or not i have guests or it's a solo piece i'm happy with what i can do and what i can produce so hopefully you guys also enjoy this one it was very interesting to me that my sister called me and we talked about how we motivated ourselves. And literally the day before, I wrote down on a sticky note, um, get up fatty or something like that. And I put it on the side of my nightstand and I brought it to the FaceTime conversation because we still in, in quarantine, y'all. We ain't we in quarantine, so I couldn't see my sister. So I had her on FaceTime and I showed her the two notes that I had. And immediately I ripped them up 
and threw them out. And so why, I'm not sure if everyone does, or maybe it's just me, I don't know, but why are, are well, why did I base my goals around negativity and anger? Why am I trying to motivate myself in that way? And that's not how I want to do it this time. I really don't want to motivate myself based off of negativity. So there's a, a YouTube, I think it's under Pop Sugar, but there's a YouTube workout um, that I, I watch for boxing. And the instructor said that, you know, sometimes we, I guess that we're kickboxing at the moment, so that we're doing the kicks. And she said, sometimes we motivate our friends more than we motivate ourselves. It's okay to motivate yourself and um, be happy with what you can produce. You may not be able to kick this high, but you're kicking and that's all that matters. So I thought to myself, I said, self, that's a super fact because I always find myself motivating my friends, motivating my family, motivating everyone and saying that whatever they they have done is good and we can do better we can achieve this we can da 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 but what you are doing is good enough yes we can progress but you are doing a good job is what i'm saying and for myself it's always negative talk in my head like oh you could have done this better oh why did you do it this way or your kicks aren't as high. And that goes back to me writing those notes to myself, those negative notes to myself in order to break myself down and pick myself up. That's not the way that it should be. We should be, or I should be creating more of positive habits. And after creating those habits once I obtain something then give myself that positive reinforcement you know tell myself that it's okay and that I'm doing a good job and I typically don't say that to myself I guess the first step of my plan is to motivate myself and and say that I'm doing a good job out loud you know pat myself on the back when's the last time you pat yourself on the back Okay, so that was my top three most played episodes. We have that dabado, toxic friends, and motivation. All three different pieces, two with co-hosts, one by myself. I think that the dynamic of my podcast is, is a lot more than I, you know, than I thought it was gonna be. But you know what? I I am enjoying every minute of recording and providing all of this content to you guys. So, yeah, this is the end of season one. Catch me in November for season two. I will be around, so be sure to follow me on IG at Podcast. You can find me on Twitter, and I'm trying to do a better job, guys, on Twitter. So follow me there at NMNL Podcast. And also follow me on Facebook, if you still have one, at Nothing More, Nothing Less. <laughs>